Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I'm Steve Mullen. And I'm Jennifer Mullen. This episode has been teased and teased and teased. We've talked about it. Uh, We've said multiple times. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Can't wait. This is the technology episode. It's all about the struggles that we, the caregivers, face when dealing with our parents and technology. It's funny. It's frustrating. We wanted to title this episode, Technology is a Double-Edged Sword, and sometimes you want to jab it into your head. (laughs) That was too long. That was too long. So we're going to go with technology and the elderly. And before we dig in too much, Jennifer, how's your mom? All right, so we're going to get serious just for a second. Um, We've talked in previous episodes about the value of the medical alert button. And let me tell you, my mom's medical alert button recently just paid for itself 10 times over. Absolutely. So I was actually just about to head out of town, which, by the way, is a theme in this family. It really is. Right? Usually it's the two of us heading out of town together. I was heading out of town with some friends for the weekend and get a call from the medical alert people that my mom has fallen in the bathroom and she couldn't get up and she couldn't get up. She fell and she couldn't get up. Um, The crazy thing was our son who had just been home for a a break literally had just left her apartment. He had been there to visit with her and have some lunch had just left. So because I'm getting ready to leave, Steve and our daughter rush out the door. Thank you. And our you. daughter insisted on going because she, she is a nursing medical student. professional in training. Yes. She's also an EMT. She yes. has her EMT certification. True. Yeah. So anyway, so you guys made it over there. Sure enough, you know, by that point, the paramedics had gotten there. And from here, I had had a conversation with the paramedic who had confirmed that while she took a pretty good spill, uh, she was refusing to go to the hospital He confirmed for me that he was comfortable that she wasn't going to the hospital. She didn't lose consciousness, anything like that. But let me tell you what. I mean, that medical alert button really, truly paid for itself 10 times over, 100 times over. She's doing well. I will say when you have a fall like that, you don't see everything right out of the gate. So I end up going out of town. My brother was around that weekend. Of course, Steve was going to be, you were around all weekend. The kids were sort of around for most of the weekend. There's plenty of coverage. Everyone told me to go out of town for the weekend. So when I got back uh, two days later, go over to visit her and I walked in and I will say I was not fully prepared for it. She looked like she had been in a horrific bar fight. And and I will say, I mean, I saw her the day it happened and she had a little, little knot on her forehead and her hand did look swollen. And she kept saying, oh, well, I think the, I think the bump of my head's going down. And I kept saying, okay, okay, okay. okay." I mean, she had, I didn't realize how bad it was going to get. Well, no one would have. I mean, she had a massive, still has days later, a massive black eye. And because she had used her hand to help stop the fall, massive. I've never seen anything like this either because it was like on the inside, like on the palm of her hand, it's black and blue and purple and her hand is swollen. It's, I mean, it's crazy. However, a lesson she's now been lectured by both my brother and myself. She was leaning over to just empty out the small wastebasket in her bathroom. Her balance has just been terrible lately, and we've been talking to her about her balance. Don't and she's getting physical therapy. And she's getting physical therapy right now. Designed to help with that for exactly that. Yes. Don't lean. Don't lean over. Like you can't lean over like you used to. And our son had just 
been there. Yes. He had he just been He could have there. taken her trash out. He would have been thrilled to do it. Yes. So anyway, just, you know, sort of those um, ongoing reminders, both for her and for us, as we continue on this journey of, you know, needing to help even with some additional basic chores, which is I mean, my brother and I have always done that, but they've also, she's been able to continue to do well, some of those things I understand she too. wants to do stuff for herself. I really, Definitely. really do. And I, I mean, when I get to that age, I'm probably going to be really horrible about of this. Course, and yeah. I know you will. Um, stubborn. You're stubborn. Well, yes. I yes. wonder where I get that from. I don't know. Okay. All right. So that's it in a nutshell for my mom. How about your mom, Steve? My mom is doing great. We talked on the last episode about how, you know, she's got a dementia diagnosis, but she's on this medication that's doing wonders for her. I will say she is in a uh, clean out and reorganization of her apartment phase. Oh, my gosh. This is amazing, though. It came like two years too late. <laughs> it did. I mean, because if true. you listen to our episodes on the nightmare of cleaning out, I really wish she'd done it before she yep. had to go into assisted living. Uh, but she's doing a great job. And I really, you know, we've talked about this uh, privately. Uh, I, she's feeling better. She's thinking better. And I think she's just taking control is what it is. And she's got a small closet off of her kitchen that's kind of part pantry, part coat closet, part storage or whatever. She's cleaned out a whole bunch of stuff and completely reorganized that thing to where it's it's way better than it used to be. And frankly, I will say a lot of stuff when we moved her in just got thrown in there. Yeah. And I will say she's also, I think, as a result of being on this medication, she's feeling more confident. She's got more energy. She's participating in more things. Oh, she absolutely is. She uh, And she's been doing their outings now. They do uh, once every couple or three weeks, they'll do an outing on a Wednesday where they'll go out. They'll go someplace for lunch or they'll go someplace to sightsee or whatever. The grocery store. They went to the, yeah, the they went to the store, grocery is, store and a little sandwich place. Which is kind it's, of a big deal, though. Yeah, like oh, when you can't get out to the grocery store by yourself anymore, that's actually kind of a, she a pretty been, big deal. She hadn't been a grocery to a grocery store on her own. Couple a couple years. Year and a half. Yeah. Year and a half, yep. I think. Yeah. Yep. So she really, I think she really enjoyed that. And she came home with some junk food, which she's a, she's a snacker. But um, she, is. she really is. And then the week after that or two weeks after that, they went to wait for it. Is everyone sitting down? Red Lobster. I mean, I cannot Red tell. Lobster. You know, I was jealous about this <laughs> because no one will go to Red Lobster with me. I understand that it is frozen seafood that is shipped from somewhere else far, far away. But there's something about it. I just and my brother, who I know listens to this, my brother who lives here locally, he is going to have a heart attack when he hears it because he managed a Red Lobster restaurant many, many years ago and probably still has nightmares about it to this day, <laughs> I'm guessing. But anyway, but, I'm glad for your mom. That so she's the been you know the overall thing she's, out. she's doing great she really really is we're in one of those periods we've talked about it before and and we'll I think we're going to do a whole episode about this at some point you go through red periods, lobster no oh shucks you go through periods where everything is just working and you know it's never going to last you know that hold your breath exactly just wait until the next crisis yes true all right so before we get too far into this episode I was given a message. From Goggy. Uh-oh. Directly. Okay. I'm ready. She heard us talk about wanting to do this topic. And yes, we have mentioned this over and over again that we're doing this at some point. And she wanted me to remind everyone about one thing. Your mother or your father, your parents, had to teach you how to use a spoon. Mm-hmm. Without them, you wouldn't be able to feed yourself. So think about that before you start making fun of your elders about technology. 
Oh, she's like Yoda. She really is. It's kind of like a Yoda kind of thing to say. So with that, however, let's, let's make, make fun, fun of, of our elders. elders. So to start with, we have a listener submission, which is really to say one of my friends. She's my, a listener, though. She, she listens. Is, oh, she's, she's a listener. She's listened to every episode and we And she's so. pulled her husband in. He yep. is listening as yep. well. Yep. And we've gotten some really good feedback really from have. them. Yeah. So. so they are listeners. Yes. So she is um, a good friend who we have definitely shared some stories over the years of our moms. They're um, close in age. Her mom is still living independently, though her sister, my friend's sister also lives with her mom. So there's some on-site care there. And actually, let me just toss this in really quickly. After my friend listened to one of our early episodes where it was the, hey, you know, check in on the caregivers, she called and talked to her sister and thanked her sister. And, you know, it's, it's a mutually beneficial relationship, I think. But also she, my friend was reminded that, you know, maybe she should thank her sister for helping to be there for the and, day-to-day and, care. And a reminder, if you are not the primary caregiver, check in with the primary. Yeah. A lot of days, we're not okay. Right, right. We're and, not that, okay. and she took that. She heard yes. that. And she took that it's, to heart. And she called. I, and it just, made me so happy. And just said, and said so thank you. And yeah. she said, she shared how much her sister appreciated that. So it made me really happy. I texted you from work that day to tell you yeah made us both very happy okay so let me share a couple of things from my friend she texted me a couple of scenarios and and i might have a couple of anecdotes to add in but so first of all she says that her mom's okay with technology but often gets texting and facebook messenger and email confused she will often contact me via these three ways for one conversation (laughs) and she's never sure what went where and when so she'll send me a picture via facebook messenger then texts me to see if i can see who's in the picture you get it who's on first who's on first which i have to say it's the same thing with with goggy um, yes. we've had a lot of conversations about facebook messenger versus texting for a couple of reasons number one there are some people who they might be on facebook but they're not on Facebook. They never check Messenger. They're not checking yeah, Messenger. Sure. Um, well, I think our daughter actually has Facebook, but she doesn't have Messenger. Right. She doesn't and there, even have that Right. App. There have been times, yeah. right, our daughter has shared, there have been times where Gagi has messaged her and then she it's doesn't like, realize it until it. later. Right, exactly. So I have the conversation with mom about the green bubble, right? The green <laughs> the texting green bubble, the texting icon. texting bubble. Mom, it's the green bubble. Just use the green bubble. <laughs> um, so we've had that amusing thing sometimes. But uh, yeah, my friend, my friend shared some text exchanges of, you know, her mom sending her these videos. Actually, actually, her mom texted her, I think this is a text at one point and said, sent two more videos. Maybe. <laughs> so her mom gets points for self-awareness. She is self-aware. Not sure if she yep. sent them or not. And then... Then um, there was a back and forth. I got your letter, but it, I got your letter. Letter. Oh, actually <laughs> I written just letter. realized that. Written letter. No, I think she was oh, using the word incorrectly. Right. I got your letter, but it said I had to request permission from you, oh, which I did. Okay. Maybe it was a letter. I don't know. So then there's this back and forth. I'm not sure what I did, but I tried again. I did s- something to it. Now try it. Something. Did you get it? Huh? 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 <laughs> <laughs> just very funny. Very funny. Another story she shared, 
So apparently her mom is scanning and saving all of her medical receipts for tax purposes. Well, probably a good idea. So here's my friend's comment. She's so proud of herself, but darn if she can find where she saved them <laughs> ever. It doesn't do any good if you can't find them in your computer. So yeah. her mom lives in a different state and she's saying she calls me here in our state to ask me where they might be. <laughs> But she finished up. Oh, no, there was one other thing that she shared with me separately because her mom had just been into town to visit. And my friend likes to keep her house very neat and clean, as do I. But they apparently had been having a conversation about how her mom will go back home and is chatting with her friends and her friends will say, but we don't have any pictures, you know, of your of your visit. And so my friend is telling me that her mom decided to take a bunch of pictures this time, including a picture of her, my friend, in her pajamas, sweeping the house. <laughs> like, okay, she's in her natural element, and her mom wants to share this with her friends. And so now... So what's what, that shared? What we were joking about is like, oh my God, that picture is going to end up on Facebook, and it'll probably be accidental, but it'll still be on <laughs> Facebook, which will be super funny. But the final thing was, she just wrapped it up with, you know, all these jabs about my mom, but in reality, I'm so proud of her at 80 she's head and shoulders above her peers and she works facebook like a pro posts infrequently and appropriately appropriately is the most important word and i will say i same thing about my mom like we're gonna we're gonna have a little fun at Goggy's expense with a few things but generally speaking like the fact that she can text is amazing absolutely it's amazing because not only does she text with me and with you and with you. And with uh, me, yes. She texts, Every night. She, but she texts with the kids. grandchildren, which is yeah. an, an amazing way sure. to keep the in other touch side with of the that, gen- right, that part of the sandwich generation. Right. So. so we want to hear your parent text stories. We want to hear all of them. If we get enough of them, we could turn it into a listener submission episode, and we might include bloopers. bloopers. We might include, but we have bloopers. In fact, we have some bloopers and outtakes just from the beginning of trying to record this episode mm-hmm. where, you know, Jennifer couldn't keep her stuff together <laughs> briefly. <laughs> so happens. It, the best way to do it is to leave us a voicemail or, or a text. The number is 804-723-1221. You can also uh, email us at caregivinggenxstyle at gmail.com. We'll mention that again at the end of the episode. And of course, it's in the show notes, so you can always get it from there. But let's talk a bit for the reason for these issues that come up. Right. Because of technology. Right. A lot of the parents, we as Gen Xers are caring for, are part of the quote unquote silent generation. So they were born during the Great Depression and World War II. There aren't very many of them. That's why they call them silent. Right. Uh, Some are older baby boomers who were born right after World War II. So the technological gap between parents and kids in these cases is. It's the flipping Grand Canyon. I was just just going to say that. That was not typed in your copious notes, but I was just going to say Grand Canyon. Here's the funny thing, Jennifer. This this shows how long we've been married. In the original article, you you people out there who are listening, if you've listened from the beginning, you remember this was originally supposed to be a book. We turned it into a podcast. The article or chapter originally said uh, the Grand Canyon. Oh. Yeah. Well, look at it's that. It's crazy. Oof. It's crazy. We've been married yeah. a long time. We have been. Yeah. So. so we grew up in a vastly, get it? Vastly. vastly. Did you write that on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I, good. I mean, I'm just a good writer without even really knowing All right. It. Well, we grew up in a vastly different world of technology than our parents did. 
So helping to helping them to make their way through it can definitely be challenging. Quite. In fact, challenging might be a mild way of putting it. Quite. Most of the time it can be frustrating as hell. So, but let's think about it for a minute. Let's think about the technology they grew up with versus what we grew up with. We grew up, it, computers were becoming a thing. And as we got older, the computers got more and more complicated. And then they turned into small devices and portable devices. Technology for them, high tech for them was an FM radio with stereo sound. We're talking the 50s here. I mean, think about that for a minute. They had a corded black phone in the house that they rented from the phone company. I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when I was young, we had the corded black phone I, yeah, I that remember you it. rented from the phone company. I don't remember that it was rented. I definitely remember oh, yeah. a corded phone, though. Yeah. So they may have even made phone calls by picking up the phone and telling the local operator who was listening... Uh, something like, uh, please dial Murray Hill 59975. And and that's a famous phone number, by the way. I know where it's from. Well, it's because it's in the notes. <laughs> Steve, See, let me have this. No, I'm not going to let you have it because you wouldn't have known. Would Fine. you have known? No. No. That is the phone number for Lucy and Ricky Ricardo from I Love Lucy. <laughs> Love it. Which, I mean, we as kids, we were always watching I Love Lucy. I mean, even though it was made like 30 years before we were kids. We were, but you're the only person who would keep this random factoid in your head. Yeah, I looked it up on Google. But anyway, so pop culture references aside, their lives were very, very different from ours. And that's why they have the issues with these technology. This technology, it's not surprising, right? Right. So, uh, you know. We realize that this episode isn't about caregiving in the traditional sense, like we've been talking about leading up to this point. But that doesn't mean that it isn't something that we have to deal with all all the time. time. Caregiving comes in a variety of flavors, people. Oh, our mothers are very different examples. They're both from the silent generation. They were both born in the same year, like four or five months apart. And they're solid examples of different types of parents when it comes to technology. Yeah, definitely. So Goggy does really well with technology, all things considered. I just said that. Like, same thing as my friend. When we share the stories at work, we kind of laugh about it. But then we also say, like, but isn't this fantastic that our moms know how to use technology? But we did try to set Goggy up with the computer in years past that. That didn't really yes, take. I, I remember going through that process. It uh, it was frustrating for everyone involved. Yeah, she she def- she got frustrated. Everyone was frustrated, but she is really good with her iPhone and her iPad. She's even got her own Facebook account. She's amazingly good. Right. She I mean, really she is. uses it to keep up with friends. She sees pictures of her grandkids. And you know, especially like it's great for her to see pictures from family who are out of state. She also texts, and as we've mentioned in a previous episode, she very sweetly sends goodnight messages to all of her friends every night. And we've said, like, not even just like our close circle of friends, but even like people she's co- never met, coworkers she's never my coworkers who yep. she's never met before. I think sometimes yep. she sends messages too, but they love it. So that's awesome. But Gaki's issues arise when one little thing goes wrong, and this is typically where either I or your brother get called in that is correct so she will one little thing will go wrong and she'll start mashing buttons and icons on her phone or her ipad wondering what will fix the problem and as you might imagine that goes from a small problem to a big problem right she's changed like eighteen thousand settings on her device and probably text somebody from finland right (laughs) probably (laughs) i mean probably yes it could 
it could have happened. It could have happened. But she also has another technology issue in that she tends to give up. That's true. Whether it's, you know, on her TV or her iPad or iPhone, like after she's done mashing all of the buttons, (laughs) sometimes she'll just she hasn't done this in a long time, but definitely she's done this. Sometimes she'll just turn it off and then quits. And then, you know, we'll find out, you know, a day later that she's been sitting in her apartment with no TV because something glitched with, you know, the Wi-Fi and she gave up. And this is problematic. She's 83 in her apartment like TVs. It's her sort of company all day long. And her window to the outside world and everything. Sure, it's important. So as more technology technologically savvy people. Our first question often is whether or not she tried to... Did you unplug it and plug it back reset in? the router and plug it back in. But the answer is usually that she was afraid she'd break it. And frankly, now, given some recent situation, like where the router is, I don't need her leaning no, over and no, trying to unplug and plug the router back no, in. So no. there is that. There is. So so my mother, in many ways, is the opposite of Goggy. It's, it's so funny. In the past, she actually she had a laptop. She had a desktop before that, but she was actually pretty good with it. She, you know, she was on her neighborhood board. So there were a lot of emails flying around she left was, and right. She was, she, I remember being really impressed. Yeah, yeah. But what's interesting about her, and I think this is a very silent generation thing to do. She had to print out every important email because to her, do remember that. if it's just on the screen, it's not real. Yeah. And and she didn't realize, and I kept telling her over and over again, you have tons of storage space. Google gives you tons of sport storage space for this Gmail account. You don't have to print stuff out. And when we moved her out, I found stacks. I remember the stacks, stacks of paper. Of emails that had to be shredded that is, later. That is true. Although, in all fairness, if she had gone back and tried to find an email after they'd all like piled up, that might have been a whole other oh, challenge. Oh, she used like, to get so much junk email, you the, wouldn't believe. Right, and also trying to use a search function to find oh, something. Oh, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. But she also had a weird affinity for casino games. I remember. Which was a bit of a surprise for me. I think I didn't realize just how much until we moved her out when I found this stack of like eight or nine uh, like CD-ROM games. It's true. <laughs> that had to be from like 1994 or something. Yeah. But but uh, she used to like to go to well, casinos she did. She too. Loved so going to it all ties and, in and, together. And playing, the, playing the slots and everything. And that's what these games were. It was just slot games. And I'm, I can't figure out what's entertaining about that. But she loved them. She loved them. She had to find something to do. Nothing wrong with that. The other amusing thing about my mom, though, is she, when something broke, uh, usually her printer, because she used the darn thing so much. I mean, it was constantly overheated, I'm sure. She'd call me and say, oh, you know, my printer's broken. And of course, I would silently roll my eyes and say, okay, yeah, sure, it's broke. I'll come over and take a look at it. I'd get over there, and you know what? 90% of the time, it actually, something had actually gone wrong beyond her breaking it. Right. Yeah. And I felt bad. I know. I felt so terrible. I, I know my brother and I have definitely done that with our mom before, too. <laughs> like, my, one of my favorite. Mom, I love you so much. I hope, because I know you listen to this, you know, we're just having a little fun here. But one of my favorite things, and I hear it somewhat regularly, is my iPad is flipping. Like, things are things are flipping. flipping. And, you know, it's just, it's not working right. But then it will also be like, oh, my Facebook just disappeared. It disappeared. Just, it just Gone. disappeared. And, Gone I, and I'm thinking like, mm, did it really? Did it, did it really did it disappear? Except that it. this happened somewhat recently. And I went over and I, I pull up her phone. Sure enough, the Facebook, the Facebook icon just gone. 
However, this all goes back to the, the 8,000 mashing, mashing of the buttons, of the, the buttons. mashing of the icons. Somehow, just, yes. yes, she's removing icons from the screen. But anyway. But uh, my mother decided to get rid of her laptop, though, when she moved into assisted living. And, and it wasn't because she didn't want it anymore. I mean, it really wasn't. She actually, I, I really, I was kind of bummed that she decided to do that because she could have stayed in touch a little bit with her old friends from her old neighborhood. But there was literally no place to logical place to put it in her assisted living apartment. And so what it comes down to is decorating's a bitch. Yeah, it can be. It really Oof. is. There's just there was no good place to put it. And you she know kept why? Saying, why? Because there were 75 teapots. 75 teapots. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you've listened to it the previous episodes, back. you know. Jennifer has PTSD. I do. But there really wasn't and she kept saying, "Well, where are we going to put the printer?" I said, "Well, you don't need the printer." <laughs> but right? She, well, you and I don't think she needs a printer. Fun fact, though, that printer's in my office now because my old one broke. <laughs> oh, so there was an ulterior motive. I get it. So I get the problem it. with my mother and technology is not with computers necessarily. It's with cell phones and smartphones and whatnot. And and this is the this, this is the place where your mother actually does pretty well. And my mother, whew, nothing, yeah. nothing. She when she lived independently, I talked her into getting a one of those really simple flip phones that they market to older people with the big buttons and everything else. So she could call for help if she was out and about, because at that point she was still mobile. But she had a habit of doing two things that eliminated all usefulness of this device, right? First, she would leave it on the charger for months on end. That just destroys batteries. The other thing she used to do, definitely more problematic, is that she would turn the phone off and she would leave it off. Even when she was out of yes. her house. Yes. So when you asked her why she was doing this, she said, well, I'll turn it on if I need it. <laughs> what good is a cell phone if no one can call it, right? right. No, it, I mean, it's just useless. That it's, it's a paperweight. She just wanted to do the outbound but again, communication. This is, this is it's not a, a two-way this communication. This is a difference in how different generations look at technology. I mean, our phones, obviously, we as Gen Xers and certainly generations younger than us, I mean, these things, they're attached to our bodies at all times at this point, right? Yes. To them, it was like, well, I'll make the phone call if I need it. I mean, I'm not worried. Yeah. (laughs) And I, in all fairness, I do remember feeling that way a little teeny tiny bit when cell phones came into existence. I, I remember feeling oh, that I way, too. Oh, I remember how like, you were about Facebook. You remember how you were about Facebook when I, it first came out? I do remember. Who cares? No, you, like, your who, whole thing who was, cares what who I cares, have to say? Who cares what you did for lunch this afternoon? Yeah. I don't care. Well, that was back in the beginning, though, when people posted dumb stuff like that. But now you do it. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't. Mm, I have done it. You have done <laughs> it. Is too, exactly. It's true. It's true. Exactly. So another technology issue that this is fun. Oh, my goodness. When my mother moved into assisted living, I got this idea of, getting her an Alexa device and getting her the smart plugs. So because she's in a wheelchair, so she wouldn't have to roll all over the room to turn the lights on, or there may be, you know, lights she couldn't reach the switch. So she could just turn the lights on with her voice. Kind of like the clapper oh. clap on clap on no. the clapper. Yeah. That's I mean, a which total really, Gen X thing. This wow. Point, that is the precursor it, to that. It really is. And frankly, if I had to go do Never it again, about it. I'd buy her a damn clapper. Because this Alexa device has caused all kinds of frustration for me. I remember when you when she first got it, you were telling her you were so excited that she could get the weather forecast. She could could play music. music. Right. And 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 well, she's actually started playing music lately. And this comes comes back to the whole her her brain is working way better. Yes. She actually told me the other day. Did you know that if you ask it to play 
Garth Brooks. It'll play Garth Brooks. I said, yes, I did know that, actually. Uh, (laughs) But thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you found Garth Brooks. But so aside from a few glitches, it worked all right as long as my mother called Alexa by the right name. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, For a long while, she called her Allegra. (laughs) You know, the the allergy Allergy medicine. medicine. And she'd say to me, I don't understand why Allegra's not working. And I keep talking to her and she won't listen to me. And I'm like, well, you know, if you call her by the right name, it would work better. I mean, humans, if you call us by the correct name. If I call you Janet, you're not going to answer. I'm not going to answer. That is true. So there's a a whole funny SNL sketch, by the way, from, I don't know, a handful of years ago or so. No, it's not even. I don't even think think it's it's from that long ago. But it's it's, uh, about Alexa Silver, which is designed for the old folks. Echo Silver. Echo Silver. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't seen it, you have to go back. Just go to YouTube and find it. It's hysterical. It is very funny. And And they actually do mention this Echo Silver will answer to all this list of names. (laughs) Yes. Including Allegra. It was very, including Allegra. And it was very funny because we were watching it with the kids and when they got to that part, too, the, even the kids knew, like, oh, my God, oh, it's yeah. Nana. <laughs> so the solution we came up with uh, was to change it from Alexa to Amazon. There, you know, there's different names you can you can set for the wake up name. My mother kept saying over and over again, why, we, why can't we call it Jane? Why, why can't we call her Jane? And I'm like, that's not one of the names. But I want to call her Jane. No, you can't call her Jane. Which so, did you ask her, by the way, Squirrel? Why, why Jane? Why Jane? I don't, I don't know. I it, mean, I get it. It's an easy name, like Jane yeah, Doe. I don't know, or, I, I don't know. know where it comes I from. Know. I really don't. I mean, I know she had a, a cousin or an Aunt Jane, but I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Just Jane. She wanted to call it Jane, but you can't call it Jane. It won't wake up if you call it Jane. Right. I'm sorry. We have to I call mean, it I this I mean, I like late. that name, too. It's so like, I it's, get it. It's like, it's like Echo, Alexa, Amazon. You can call it Computer. You can call it Ziggy. Which is an interesting one that goes oh. from the show Quantum Leap. I don't, you never watch that one, I don't think, I but not. I do. But anyway, we switched the name to Amazon, which for some reason or another, she can remember better. I don't know why, but it no, works. Whatever works. So now that we've told all these stories on our mothers, who, you know, your mother's probably seething at us right now. <laughs> no, she'll be fine. Uh, do we have any advice? Advice? I think we do. So yeah. I, we got one piece of listener advice. So our, our friend Terry, our friend Terry, our friend Terry uh, who who has a, a father that she 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 takes help to take care of. He's he's a little bit older, and she said she uses a program. He, she said he does really well with his computer. Yes, but every so often he'll get into some kind of hitch where he can't figure something out. And she has this program called Team Viewer. I, I'm not familiar with it, but look it up. But she can remotely log into his computer and she will see his screen as he sees it. Which is amazing. And she said something along the lines of, he didn't understand, click the red X. Where's the red X? I don't know where the red X is. And she's, no, click the X. It's right there. And But she can log in and just click the red X herself. So I would imagine that's extremely useful. Uh, I frankly, I've got to, I got to say though, I'm really glad my mother got rid of her computer. It was, it's just one less thing to deal with. I suppose. I mean, we're dealing with Allegra and everything else. I suppose. Every single day. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, other than using that kind of technology, there's not really a ton you can do, right? No, I mean, we've talked to enough friends to know that this is really, you know, it's a, it's a universal problem for which there really isn't a solution. One friend, right? Good good friend of mine from college. Yeah. He jokes that his mother could completely shut down Wi-Fi in an entire city just by entering the city, right? So if one old lady can do that, 
what else? What can we do? We, mean, we just muddle through, right? And laugh. And, and laugh. laugh. We just I mean, laugh. we have to laugh about but it. One final note, right? Don't laugh too hard. Okay. Because yes. think about this for a second. In, say, 30 years, us Gen Xers, we're going to be the old people. It's right. True. And our kids, our kids the, the, who are mostly Gen Z, for the most part, these kids came out of the womb with a phone in their hands. That's true. It is second nature to them. It's really part of their body. It won't be too long before chips are just installed into their body. And if you think we understand technology, it's complete second nature to them. And so we've already, you and I have already had a few instances where the kids just roll their eyes at us because we don't understand something. Yep. Well, not only have they had to fix things for us, but I mean, I remember one time recently, you know, I was looking at our son's phone and even just the way the clock display was showing up on his screen. I was like, that is really cool. Like, how do you do that? How, did you, how do you do that? And of course, you know, he zips through and he shows oh, me sure. how to do it. And then I'm like, how did you even know how to do that? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's I don't nothing know. to just, them. Whatever. I just, did it. So, I mean, really, here's the thing. What goes around comes around. We are making fun of our parents. These kids, they are going to be so far beyond us. They are. In, and it's, it's not going to be that far down the road. And it's 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 sort of like cycles back to the whole, like my mom saying, remember, like we had to teach you how to use a spoon. It's true. Right. And, right. you know, now it's, yeah, same, same kind of thing. I mean. And I'm, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure our parents, their parents, you know, stop playing that damn loud FM rock and roll music, right? right? Damn rock and roll. Damn rock and roll. It's true. All right. So we will wrap this episode up. So we, we want to know, again, I've mentioned it before uh, earlier on, we do want to hear your technology stories. And there are a variety of ways to get those to us. If you would like to send us an email, you can do that. Caregivinggenxstyle at gmail.com. As I mentioned earlier, again, you can send us a text or leave us a voicemail. I know a lot of people don't want to leave voicemails, but you can text us. 804-723-1221. We will get that text. We will get that voicemail. And as I always say, know that if you contact us, we may go ahead and use those comments. And if we get enough technology stories, I'm telling you, we will do a bonus episode on Y'all, this. Y'all, this has been fun, right? I mean, it's it's fun. It's funny. I feel certain if it's you're... It's fun to if, make fun of your parents. Well, I'm just thinking... For all of you out there who are listening to this podcast, you're listening to it for a reason, most likely not just because, you know, you like me and the Steve. The sound of our voices. Right. But right. because you might actually be taking care of an elderly person in your life. And you certainly have dealt with some of this stuff. And I Of course it, you have. But I feel certain also that there are a million other stories out there we haven't heard. Oh, and, and we want to hear them. Yeah, because we really, we really, like, really want to hear them. We like to laugh. We do. We do. So uh, you can also find us on Twitter. You can send us a message through there if you'd really like to. The handle is uh, at Gen X Caregiving. We're also on Facebook. Just search for the title of the show. You'll find us there. You can also send us a DM through there as well, through Messenger. We'll get it because I do have the app on my phone. And you know the difference between Messenger and the text. We the, do. The green bubble. It's true. <laughs> All right. We hope to hear from you soon. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a new episode. Thanks for listening. Good night, everyone. Good night.